Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. So every week she and her team scramble to come up with great stories and put them all together in a giant chock full thing they call the uh, Santa Rosa News or the uh, the Gulf Breeze News, which is, um, I mean, an amazing paper. It really is all kinds of stuff in there. Lisa, welcome back to the show. Oh, you almost missed that. I know. I almost changed your name. (laughs) No, I just like, I had this weird little brain glitch and I'm like, and now it's, what's it called now? (laughs) So I'm sorry about that. No, it is a fantastic local paper. Fantastic. Um, Swenson Park is reopened. Is that right? Yes. And let me tell you, it couldn't happen happen, uh, any sooner for all the people who live there and use that park. It's always been such a center of the Santa Rosa Shores community. Margaret Cunningham, who has been a longtime advocate for that park, and for multiple other things in this entire area. Uh, she has been really just getting her climbing the walls because they they took out everything. They just came out and took everything out of the park, closed it down, and then it sat there for a long time. And I don't think that, you know, they uh, it, it wasn't like it, they had everything ready to go, and then they closed it and reopened it. It kind of took a long time. So the neighborhood has really suffered because they have, uh, things there for the children. They have, yeah. you know, um, not just the park area, but they have uh, Halloween get-togethers, Christmas uh, little get-togethers, all kinds of fun things going on. So it's really a center of the community. And so finally it reopened, and it is so nice. It is worth the wait. And Margaret got named, uh, they named a pavilion after her because she has been such a driving force. Um, so I'm sure that she is very happy. But I'm sure she would have liked to have gotten it maybe, uh, you know, nine months ago. <laughs> right. No, those some of those parks, they really I mean, not every community park is as used, but I believe that one really is. And you're right. You know, to miss it, you find out how much you depended on it when it when it, you know you don't have access to it. Uh Santa Rosa County Commission, exactly. um, Sam Parker and uh no controversy. Sam I thought Parker, there was yeah. gonna be big drama over this and there was nothing. Calkins was like, Okay. Yeah, I know. Well Calkins was the vice chair, so it was assumed he would be the next chairman. But um again they have um, you know, selected someone and so this time it is Sam Parker, who has been, you know, done the job before, and he's, of course, got a lot of experience on the county commission. So, uh, and Sam accepted. So there you go. Yeah, that's, and well, coming up to elections next here. year, I mean, you know, one or three makes the most sense because, you know, the, the election. But I was kind of curious. You know, either way, it's interesting to see, you know, somebody who's going to be up for re-election being the chair and how that might affect things. Um, will do. Gulf Breeze will do. You and I talk about this a lot. Great organization. They've uh, filled some some projects. Is that right? They did. So Sunday was their annual meeting, and they had, oh, so many wonderful initiatives. It was a very, very hard decision. I think that all the voting was very, very close. But they did fulfill six grants, and those grants are going to make a big difference for a lot of people. One of the things I think is very helpful is that they found out uh, from one of the presentations that some of the people who are disabled in our area have been waiting on a wait list to get a scholarship to go and take advantage of the uh, ARC Gateway um, services that they have. It's very expensive to go and, you know, and have day, the day program there. So a lot of people, you know, of course, usually women have to stop working to take care of their disabled 
child, so money is always tight. So what they did was they funded grants, $10,000 worth of grants, because they said some of the people have been waiting for 20 years to be able to to take advantage of the programs that they have there. So that was very, very good. And a lot of other great things, too. In fact, one of the things I thought was very unique was a uh, vending machine for a library book. And they're going to pass out tokens to children who are, you know, deserving or for whatever reason they need a token. Uh, and they are going to be able to take that token and get a library, get a book, not a library book, but an actual book that belongs to them. And so it is a very good way to foster reading. Oh. I thought that was a very exciting um, initiative. No, lots of good stuff going on. We also learned this week that uh, former city manager, uh, city manager, right, Ed Gray, uh, former mayor. I can't remember what was his former oh, position. Former mayor. Former mayor. He that's right. City mayor. manager was buzzed for a long time. Sorry about that. Um, is going to avoid any further incarceration for all of the creepy, weird things that um, he has done. But uh, he was what nineteen months already served. Is that right? That's right. He was in a state prison for 19.6 months, and he was. they were not expecting him to get that long of a sentence based on his uh, score sheet. They mm-hmm. thought that he would probably avoid jail time altogether, but instead the judge basically threw the book at him, and he was uh, sentenced to, um, to five years in prison. Well, so he was able to get a new uh, plea, and he, was got, he got uh, former judge uh, Kim Skavasky to represent him, and they were able to enter a new plea. And what's going to happen now is he will be credited for time served and he will be on probation. And uh, so there will be some limitations too. So, yes, he will avoid any further jail time. And, and this is for people who don't remember, this is for like recording teenage boys, you know, in the bathroom in his house and putting what there was like a tracker on somebody's phone or something to show up and you know, like a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> It was uh, very shocking. I will say that nobody uh, ever uh, had any indication there would be anything like that going on. And uh, it was, you know, at the time, a lot of people thought that it was a very um, altruistic way of, you know, giving kids an opportunity to learn how to do things like install ceiling fans or work on the pier or things like that. And I didn't realize that the motive was to get them dirty so they would take a shower. (laughs) <laughs> Unbelievable. The story's more. And I had, you know, you I and I know. both, I talked to Ed several times. I mean, you know, never would have thought anything like that. It's just crazy. Uh, the paper, no, you've also got no. coverage of the uh, the funding request for the legislative delegation. You've got an update on real estate. You've got Wine Fest coming up on Sunday, Foo Foo Fest now, all the art stuff going on. Veterans Day, of course, is in two days, uh, 11 o'clock Saturday morning is going to be the 11th hour, the 11th day of the 11th month of the year. All kinds of stuff in the Gulf Breeze News, which is, again, a genuinely fantastic local newspaper. Uh, Lisa Newell, thanks for getting us updated, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. And may I say that your radio station is a fantastic local radio station. I just appreciate you guys so much, and I hope to see you guys in the breeze.